we are now kind of in the middle of Lent, which is uh, a time when people often think of the Israelites going on their journey after the Passover, going through the Red Sea and traveling in the wilderness, eating manna to sustain them each day. People quite often refer to our journey of faith. They use that word, we're traveling, discovering new things, seeking things out in a new way. We have a start point where we set off from, and we have a hope of where we are going. We have a destination in mind, and we know that we are being led there along the way. But on the journey, we can be one of two sorts of people. And uh, Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message um, as a sort of paraphrase of the Bible, um, wrote a book called Life at Its Best, and he, he referred to the people on the journey either being tourists or being pilgrims. And I wonder what the people in this passage are today. It's a big crowd that's gathered. We hear of 5,000 men sitting down. Um, Whether the women got to sit down or not, I don't know. And what about the children that might have been there? Of course, they weren't counted in the numbers. So it was a much... A bigger crowd, perhaps even 10, 15, or 20,000 or more. But are they gathering for the purpose of hearing Jesus preach and to be nourished by his word, or are they swarming the hillside for another reason? They have gathered there because of things that they've heard about happening or miracles that they have seen. For Jesus has already touched sick people and there's an element among the crowd that are are wanting an encore. They're wanting uh, more miracles to be seen. They hunger for more. And even once they are given loaves and fish, there is still a hunger among them. They've had enough to eat. It's remarkable, amazing, how they have been fed by such a small amount. And the doubts of the disciples have been put to rest. Everything has been distributed. Their tongues are satisfied, however many thousand were there. But the satisfaction of seeing the miracles is not finished with. Following on from this passage, as Jesus 
tried to withdraw, the crowd are still wanting to see more of him and more of what he was doing. He retreats up the mountainside and then walks on water to catch up with the disciples who've left in a boat. But the following day, the crowds swarm over to Capernaum to try and catch up with him again. They badger him for another sign. They believed that Jesus could do amazing things. They'd been a party to it. But they did not fully understand who this Christ was. They wanted to make him king. They wanted to use their force to be able to do that. But they're not listening to his teaching. They simply wanted the personality of Jesus, not the firm foundation that was underneath. They were tourists for the most part. People who go to see things, but then maybe journey home. They have experiences in life, but they want it neatly packaged. They want it to conform, uh, conform rather, um, to the way that they want it delivered. They choose what elements will be seen, and it has to accord with their plans. And they want it to be a pleasurable experience. The crowds want a spectacular. But that is not what Jesus came to give. They come for something that might be easily delivered. But we see later in this chapter that as people do listen to Jesus, as they hear the challenges delivered in the synagogue uh, of Capernaum, um, and have to think about the, what the implications are for their own life, they start to turn away. True belief does not waver when things are hard. The pilgrim, when faced with a challenge, endeavours to continue to carry on on the journey, whatever the difficulties are. Belief is not found looking at the miracles performed, but in the one who performed the miracles. True belief provides food that is not swallowed in an instant, but in food that endures and gives a lasting flavor, a nourishment to the body. The belief we need to have is not just in Jesus as one who is special, but that he is the one who is special, the one who is the Son of God. True belief does not stop at seeing and hearing, but becomes doing and saying what God wants to happen in our lives. The twelve apostles were pilgrims with Christ. 
and they continued on the journey because they believed in him. They got it wrong at times. They got in a muddle. There are times like in this passage when they kind of went, well, what use is this? Or say, don't speak in those terms. But they carried on listening and trying to understand. We need to have a life that trusts in God, in his justice, in his mercy, in his provision of what we truly need, who gives us our daily bread. We require a belief that God is there when we feel weak and weary and when we are in distress but also that he gives us hope. Whatever we encounter on our journeys, be it the simple journey through Lent or the journey far beyond, we need a belief that is founded on the uniqueness of Jesus, the living Son of God. Let us not be tourists, but pilgrims, believing and living, fed by his word. Amen.